Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming the program author Stephen G. Iwanu, and he is the author of Yesteryear. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Stephen, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I'm a fiction writer. I'm based in Buffalo, New York. I've been writing for a really long time, over, well, I guess it's 40 years now, but I didn't get published about 10 years ago. So I'm really glad to be here. So tell us about your book. Yesteryear is based on a true story of a man named Fran Stryker. You may not have heard of Fran, but I think everyone's probably heard of his works. He's the writer and creator of The Lone Ranger, The Green Hornet, Sergeant Preston of the Yukon, and... Unfortunately, he sold the race to Lone Ranger for $10 before it exploded. So he was either part of the best deal in entertainment history or the worst deal, depending if you were buying or selling. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? Well, I was really thinking about people who are readers of historical fiction, who love the period of the 1930s, who are interested in the golden age of radio and pop culture. Anyone who really liked Cavalier and Clay by Michael Chabon would probably enjoy this book. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? I think that themes that run throughout all my work is family and friendship. And sometimes you pay the price and you need to pick one over the other. So Fran was put in a hard position and he chose to support his family. And and that's really the message that I think is going to come through with the book, you know, for the love of family and the things we sacrifice. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? I really wanted people to learn about Fran Stryker, the work that he did. And this is also the 90th anniversary of the Lone Ranger's premiere on radio. So the timing seemed really good to bring Fran's story to a general public audience again. Now, if you were asked to compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Yeah, I was actually thinking of a couple books while I was writing it. One was The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay by Michael Chabon. That was really set during the same period and was interested in comics, while mine's more about a radio show. I was also thinking about Shoeless Joe by W.P. Kinsella. That was the novel that Field of Dreams was based on. So I was really trying to get across a fun, magical, fairy tale like story based on true events. So those are the two that really come to mind. So what made you want to write about Fran Stryker and the Lone Ranger? I am based in Buffalo, New York, and I've kind of carved out Buffalo as being my turf that I'm going to explore. And somebody told me in a bar or a restaurant that the writer of the Lone Ranger was from Buffalo, and I didn't believe them. I said, I would have heard about that. And sure enough, I Googled it, and it turned out that Fran had lived right in my neighborhood. And so I really wanted to explore his story, especially when I found out it was the anniversary of the Lone Ranger's premiere on radio, as well as the fact that he sold it for $10. So he really had me hooked with his story. So what type of novel is this? I mean, is it historical fiction? 
Yeah, Yesteryear is kind of a mix of genres. It's certainly historical fiction. It's based on true events. And the characters in the book are real-life figures that lived at the time, like Stryker, Jimmy Slattery, the ex-boxing champion, Stephen Magdiano, the mafioso, and George W. Trendle, the man who actually bought the rights for the Lone Ranger from Stryker. So it's part historical fiction. It's part noir because there's a kind of a gangster element to it. There's also, I wanted to write an adventure story about a man who made his career writing adventure stories. So there's a bit of a caper involved too, and humor runs throughout the book. So it's a lot of different genres coming together. So how much research went into writing this book? A lot of research went into it, and it was fun doing the research. One of the nice things and lucky things for me living here in Buffalo is when Fran passed away in the early 1960s, his estate left the University of Buffalo all his papers. So I was able to go there. There's probably you know, over two dozen of these boxes of paper and memorabilia and telegrams and letters that Stryker wrote and received. I got to go through all of that collection. I got to read the original Lone Ranger scripts. So that was a lot of fun. As you can imagine, over the last 90 years, there's been just a lot of titles written about the Lone Ranger in the early days of radio. I researched those as well. But the two books that were most helpful were biographies. Stryker's biography called His Typewriter Grew Spurs, and it was written by his son, was especially helpful. And George W. Trendle, the owner of WXYZ, who purchased the rights to the Lone Ranger, his biography came out in the early 70s, and that was great help, too, in doing the research. So is Yesteryear similar to any of your previous books? They're similar in that it's based in Buffalo, New York. It's similar that the themes of family and friendship and financial pressure, those were certainly in Rook, my first novel that came out last year, as well as Muscle Cars, my short story collection. So the themes are similar. The setting is similar, but the writing style is much different in yesteryear. In Muscle Cars and Rook, the writing was very terse, very short sentences, Rook was partly a crime novel, so it had that kind of feel to it. And with Yesteryear, I wanted to write something bigger. I wanted to write something a little bit more musical in terms of the language, a lot more fun in terms of humor. And I really just wanted to give myself complete artistic freedom with this novel. So it comes across, again, more like Cavalier and Clay and, and more like Shoeless Joe and kind of sprawling language and musicality in the words. Buffalo, New York, what role does that play in your work? Yeah, it really has become an essential part of my writing. And really, once I started exploring Buffalo, its history, its architecture, that's when my writing really started taking off and I was getting published. I was thinking about William Kennedy, and he wrote the Albany series about Albany, New York. Billy Phelan's Greatest Game, Iron Wing that won the Pulitzer, Legs about Legs Diamond. And I really enjoyed his sense of place and how he made his imagined Albany a character in all his work. And I thought, well, that's what I want to do. That's what, how I want to do with my writing. And so I've carved out Buffalo as kind of the literary turf that I'm claiming as my own and exploring. My first novel, Rook, was based on a bank robber from Buffalo named Al Nussbaum. And now yesteryear's based on 
a part of the life of Franz Strike, the man who created the Lone Ranger. So did your early environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? I think so. I grew up in a family of readers. My father especially was a voracious reader. He'd read two or three books at a time. My older sisters were always reading and taking me to the library with them because our mother made them. So growing up in that environment, being surrounded by books, really kind of laid the foundation, I think, for me falling in love with story and the written word and wanting to do it myself. And then again, growing up in Buffalo, here's a city that was incredibly rich, you know, early in the 20th century. And then by the end of the 20th century, you know, when all the factories shut down and people headed south and jobs went to Mexico, it really fell on hard times. So there's a lot of stories in this environment that I grew up on highs and lows, a lot of the old architecture, this beautiful architecture built in the 19th century is still here. So it's a great place to be inspired, especially if you're a historical novelist. So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? I find myself drawn to historical fiction more and more as I get older. I think a lot of it had to do with my parents being much older my dad came over from Greece in the 20s, and he would tell these great stories about living in Buffalo, growing up in Buffalo in the 1930s, in the Greek neighborhood, living above my grandfather's restaurants. And I just kind of grew up immersed in stories from that era, the 30s and the 40s. And I love that period in terms of music and movies and books set during that time frame. And now I'm in the position where I'm starting to create and starting to write about that period. So it's been a, a lot of fun. And in yesteryear, I'm retelling a lot of my dad's stories, which makes it even more fun, I think, to revisit those stories and put my own spin on them. So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? Well, I think the novel that came out last year, Rook, was based on the story of Al Nussbaum, a bank robber here, from here. And in that novel, his daughter's just an infant. And one of the most rewarding things is, is after that book came out, I was able to become friends with Al's daughter. And she's come to a few readings. She's been very supportive of the book. She told me some great stories about her dad. So it's been really rewarding getting to know her and having her, you know, embrace the novel. So how would you describe your writing style? Well, it's changed. Changes with each book, I would say. You know, the first couple books, Muscle Cars and Rook, again, very terse style, almost hard-boiled in nature, very short sentences. Yesteryear's a departure from that. You know, my mantra when I was writing this book was swing for the fences, which meant, you know, no brushstroke could be too broad, no joke was off limit, no sentence could be too long. So I really just kind of you know, just swung for the fence and just really went for it, try to be creative, try to be funny. And that was a departure from my previous work. What I've been working on lately is, again, set in the 1940s, more of a detective crime novel. And so with that book called After Pearl, the language is much more hard-boiled. You know, think Raymond Chandler, Dashiell Hammett, kind of those greats from the noir fiction writers. So would you say you're more of a character artist or more a plot-driven writer? That's a tough question, but I think I'm really driven by plot. I really 
and more of a traditional writer in the sense of story. So, you know, folks who like a good tale, who like to get into the story, I think the readers would like that. I think they would like to take this journey with Fran as he has to battle a lot of elements to come up with the Lone Ranger character. So I think I'm much more plot driven. Although with this book, there's a lot of interesting characters in the novel. There's Lefty, a dog thief who goes missing. There's Jimmy Slattery, who is an Xboxing champion who gives Stryker his diamond rings to hold. And of course, Stryker loses them. There's a pin setter that may be wanted for murder. So even though it's a very plot-driven book, Yesteryear is really populated with a lot of interesting characters that were fun to write and hopefully fun to read about. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? Well, I think anybody who really enjoys historical fiction, who enjoys reading about the golden age of radio, who enjoys the 1930s, would really enjoy this book. I think readers of Michael Chabon, especially Cavalier and Clay, would also enjoy this book. So really, anyone who's been exposed to that time period, you know, if they're in their 30s or above, would probably really, I think, enjoy reading about this piece of Americana. Do you have a website? I do. You can reach me at www.sg, and my last name, E-O-A-N-N-O-U.com. And there's a lot of information out there about my books, books that are coming, my upcoming events and appearance schedule. But what I really like is the last page of my website is a contact page where readers can contact me directly, let me know what they thought about my work or if they have any questions about my work. I love getting email and I answer every one of them. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Stephen G. Iwanu, and he is the author of Yesteryear. Stephen, thanks very much for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com, and whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.